Hello, what is up? Yo, yo. We are here with Wayne Lighter, motherfuckers. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm How doing good. I'm doing really good. I feel great. Yeah? Yeah. Something in the air? Uh, yeah. Just a general vibe and shit? Yep. Hell yeah, yeah, it's cool. Doing shit like this is cool. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun. Something yep. to do. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> great. It's meaningful or some You're shit. chatting. <laughs> yeah. Recording everything. There's microphones and a camera, so it's like, oh, we're not just bullshit, and it's, oh, this it's is serious. Shit. This is serious. But <laughs> I hope I don't stutter. Yeah. No. And I can think of all the words. <laughs> just have a moment of dead silence right now. Just, uh, I just get it out the way. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk to you just about whatever. I mean, you seem like a cool guy because you seem like you're doing a bunch of shit all the time or lots yep. of different things, which I like. That's like one yeah, of my things. Yeah, stay busy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I like to do. And so, yeah. Yeah, finding other people that do the same thing, that's yep. pretty dope. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, you're involved with, like, music, uh, you know, stand-up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, everything. Uh, I just try to put myself on stage as much as possible and, you know, stay local uh, you know, a lot of bigger cities, there's things happening every night, you know, for one thing you're involved in, but here it's kind of like, you feel like you got to be creative and kind of mix and match and get involved with different crowds. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I don't know, I think it helps every thing plays into another. So like it all helps, mm-hmm. like no matter what I'm doing, if I'm like trying to entertain people in some sort of way, like it helps in the long run. Hell yeah. Yeah. It'll get like get you out there i guess yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i mean a lot of practice too yep. hone some skills and shit so mm-hmm. you yeah. get to mix and match with different crowds like so it's not you're not like forever performing for your buddies you like, yeah you know try to perform for a little bit of everybody and try to like you know be able to reach whoever you're performing to like some way like whether it's like they think you're funny or they think you're cool that's why i bank on funny yeah yeah because uh a lot of the stuff I'm involved in, like, I feel like people will have a predetermined, just based on what it is, people will have a predetermined, you know, opinion on it. Right. So, but everybody likes funny. Yeah. I think you it's know? always good to go with, like, some humor in there. Everybody likes funny. Yeah. Everybody likes to, like, you know, laugh. And if you can make somebody laugh, it's hard, like, because you're on stage, people are expecting you to be funny, so. Right. Well, I've seen you, like, MC and, like, do a little bit of stand-up and shit here and there, and yeah, I think it's good. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Um, you. you also like you do some acting too and shit yeah I've been in, involved in a couple films like a bunch of films like right now I have a few going through like the festival circus circuit I think it's uh, man I'm shock fest in like at Orlando right now there was a shock fest in LA that it was at and that I think got it into uh, the shock fest in Orlando it's like a short film called Strange Clowns Okay, um, yeah, I've seen you posting about Dead that. Weeds Productions, yep. They're local. They're from. They're out of DeWitt. They've done a few m- movies. They've done a few full lengths and a few shorts that I've worked with them with. And it's really cool. It's really high quality. They have good, like, cameras. Uh, Michael Paul spends hours editing, and, like, you know, he's really... He does all the special effects and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, they have two full lengths and like a bunch of shorts uh roman's bride is their first full length and then uh psycho magnet is their other one that one's still hitting circuits at her the festivals and that's been out for 
you know, two years now, but it's been a project for like nine years. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, of, yep. A lot of time goes into those, especially like with the independent, small, small yeah. group of people. Yeah, I, think. I mean, it yeah. takes a while and, and shit. And uh, the computer space they need. Oh, like, man. The processor power they need, like especially if you're trying to do nicer video, it takes more. Uh, and that's all, you know, self-funded. And Yeah. Um, I just worked with uh, Motive Direct, too, on their new short, which is That Which Grows Wild. And that'll be premiering at the Supper Club on December 8th, along with uh, K-Dog. He's doing a music alongside of it, and he's booking a bunch of bands. I'm not really sure all the details on that one. Is that the one? I don't know if it's on the 8th, or is there another one on the 10th? with uh doctor oh, doctor Ooh. yeah uh is that yeah this is gonna get confusing there's a lot of dates <laughs> uh november 10th doctor Ooh, my boy doctor Ooh, drew hans is coming in town uh and he's performing at, i think at the moline township center hall uh, oh yeah yeah that's with right pretty much utopa ugly uh errol hem um his whole thing the utopa ugly fam and uh yeah the third official congregation of the hu- the chur of the hustling chill because yeah, they yeah. spelled church so it's the chur not church the chur, it's the chur. <laughs> and yeah it's just gonna be a bunch of artists a ton of artists but yeah dr ewan tribes is gonna release an album that's their album release show fuck yeah i'm yep. Yeah, I I hope I can make it to that show because I talked to them and I'm gonna have them on for a little podcast. Cause cool, I I haven't met the Doctor Who guy before. Oh, I know I know tribes, yeah. but uh, yeah, he's like from out of town or something. Yeah, he's Doctor from Ooh, well, he's so. from here, but uh, yeah, he lives in Minneapolis now. Yeah, so apparently he's gonna be in town Dude, for that week, and so he's gonna I fuck they're gonna Doctor swing Ooh by. Heavy, yeah. So hell yeah, yeah, I fuck with Doctor Who heavy. Like if yeah. anybody hears this, like go listen to Doctor Who right now. Like fuck yeah. all of his stuff. Like he's been doing it for years now. Nice. Yep. Hell yeah. That's probably going to be a sick-ass show. A bunch of music, a bunch of yeah, videos. Yeah, and it's going to be all over the place. I think there's a band, a few bands. Hell yeah. Like, I couldn't remember the whole lineup. Uh, but Murph is hosting, right? Yep. Arrowham, Eric Murphy, yep. Hell yeah. Even, I think my boy Ian DeShepers with him. I think I saw it on the bill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is... I forgot his... His name? Yeah. Uh... He goes by Drippy Fawcett. Yeah, Drippy musically. Fawcett. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, I've. Yeah. I just had him here in here last. So. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That was really fun. Yeah, yeah, I've met him a few times. I he did the we did like the, Ugo Fam like collab at the Figgy Art Museum for one of the June Topias. Oh yeah. And he was, he was up there with us. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was kind of hoping it was all gonna be like a, but we don't know each other's songs that well. Like like a whole like a all five of us up there like <laughs> yeah like you know adding tags our friend songs but it was right, like right. kind of like a just a rotation hell yeah that's dope but it was still cool it was still cool yeah, was i've known him for a while but i can't remember how i met him <laughs> it must have just been from school or something who's that i guess uh drippy foss oh yeah 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 i met him through eric murphy who i've met a lot of people from through like yeah he's yeah a great dude to Get you connected. Fuck yeah. Shows and stuff and artists and people around here. Definitely. Um, and he's like the best lyricist. Hell yeah. His raps are complicated. I've like, I've had him on songs and like, I still can't, I still don't know his, I've listened to those songs a hundred times. I still don't know his verse cause he's just so fucking fast. Yeah. Parts and yeah. 
the way he does it. That's why I worry, like, when I perform, I wonder if people are even going to pick up on my shit, like, because it's kind of fast a lot of the times. But yeah. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> I, I like to, like, uh, I want to eventually release the lyrics. Yeah. So then they can catch on, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's rough with that. Like, I do... I'm in Crater, so it's death metal. And I, like, try to write, like, fairly meaningful lyrics that I, like, you know, they, like, kind of, they come to me, but I, like, try to put, like, some effort into, like, them being something that I can relate to or, like, put feeling towards. But nobody ever understands them. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's people <laughs> that have been, Crater's been a band 10 years. I'm sure there's people who've been to, like, 20 shows that, like, don't know a word. Like, maybe know, like, one part or something right right you know you just do the vocals for crater yeah okay yeah mm -hmm. do you play any instruments in bands or anything no nope, not in any bands uh i played the singing bowl for uh oh man it's one of mahaffey's noise projects i forgot what they're called hex signals hex yeah signals. hex signals <laughs> we just did this like I got a singing bowl that resonates in uh, C sharp, and we just like all, <laughs> you know, did a C sharp basically yeah, yeah, for yeah. like 20 minutes. <laughs> it was great. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. And then you also go by regular size Wayne. Regular size Wayne. Size. Is, yeah, regular, regular size. size. <laughs> not sized. It's regular size. It's not past tense. It's <laughs> ongoing. Uh, and how long have you been doing that now? Man, that's probably been. I mean, technically my whole life, but I actually started, like, I recorded with Eric uh, my first album called Positively Dizzy. Oh, man, now, I don't even know. It's been, like, two years, maybe. Yeah. I went on tour with him, and I did stand-up for his, you know, he would do hip-hop, and I would do, like, a couple minutes of stand-up. Depends on what venue we were at. Uh and it was just like so cool and like i would like show them a line or two i was like hey i got some verses you know like <laughs> and they would be like oh cool and then eric was like let's record an album and i was like yeah i happen to have some songs like and i started working on it uh dr U actually sent me a bunch of beats so i like picked through his beats and eric mate just like would he would just like record me rapping and then he'd make a beat beat around it uh and uh yeah that's probably been two years i don't really perform much yeah yeah but are you, do you do any other bands or just crater just crater yep uh i uh i just i do this rock island supper club so i fuck with all kinds of bands right that's right. like the thing that uh hasn't been taking up a ton of my time but a decent amount of my time a lot of people are putting more uh time into it shout out to Matt Ashigiri and Alex Mahaffey, uh, Maggie Pappas and Aubrey uh, Barnes, and uh, man, if I'm not, I don't know, I'm not forgetting, but a lot of people, really, the whole community's <laughs> putting effort into the Rock Island Supper Club. But yeah, I fuck with bands around here. Yeah, QC bands. Yeah, I bet I fuck, I fuck with QC. Ton. Yeah, especially being yeah. involved with all that shit. Yeah, there's a lot, dude. There's a lot of bands out there, and it's easy to get involved. Like everybody can like get involved there's something out there for somebody there's I something could, like, you can do i yeah. can tell you where to go like fuck yeah how did that all like come about like with the whole group of everyone just kind of putting the supper club together and uh, matt uh matt pretty much yeah he like matt and maggie i would say 
are the you know the two people that it could exist still without everybody but them like i would say it could come like that's what i would say because maggie they needed the connection and like the kind of effort and they got the wheels churning uh matt assembled a team you know came talked to seven of us uh jerica wrangle she's one of them uh including all the people i said and we got we just got involved with Wes Julian, uh, Nathan Lang Lane still fucks with us, um, but uh, yeah, and then we all just like pretty much it's like oh we're doing a venue, uh, book as many shows, get as many kinds of things in here, like connect with as many people as you can, and our what we give to the artists is like no venue fee, like no venue fee, you keep the door. And if you feel like paying us something, and most people do, like if they make a good chunk, uh, pay us something. But you know, sometimes shows on a Wednesday night, you got a traveling band. You know, you only make, you know, hundred bucks, and like between the opening bands and like, you know, that's that's some of the bands are like four or five people. You know, that's not a lot. Yeah. Of money, and they spent their whole night. You know, uh, so you try to give them, you try to give the bands as much money because they're like the people earning it. They're the people bringing. Um, people to your venue you know you're they're advertising for your other shows by just bringing people to your venue they're like essentially i mean we're not really making any money off of it but they're you know giving people a spot giving people something to do like mm -hmm. so i think it all got started because uh we're just kind of sick of the venues taking all the money like yeah right like like charging you something having a having a cut of the door and making alcohol sales and they're getting all like you know if you've got a bartender you're providing that person with a job like mm -hmm. so i think we all got sick of that and we we're all like wanted to make it about the artists and uh it's not the greatest business plan because there's no money made so we just need to like take money when people give it to us pretty much mm -hmm. and like uh but yeah it's a uh, like that's the point of it like we're just trying to ride it until it falls apart like yeah or if it doesn't fall apart it catches on you know that's cool too but i think it's just you know strictly about a venue about the music about the performance like anything any kind of art you know we have poetry we're doing stand-up like hip-hop you know full bands we got anywhere from like crazy metal music to like smooth jazz like everything has been there Fuck like yeah that's man, like I'm sorry i'm getting no you good <laughs> Yeah, that's really, like, what you need, too. You got to, like, just do it all, I think. You know, it's the best way. Yeah. Like, rather than just oh, only shows, only music, only rock. Oh, we don't book hip-hop. Oh, we don't book this. Or yeah. That, you know, like, yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, we're too small of a community to really, like, do it any other way, I feel. Yeah, that's like, true. Because you hit, you hit a cap, like, and then you have to go somewhere else where there's... But that's why it's, like... QC, QC scene isn't separated by genre, genres. It's like, you know, all one thing. And that's the best way, I think. Yeah. Well, and it's BYOB, correct? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's probably... It's legit. I think it's better, I guess. I think it's better, Better too. for you guys, right? As far as, I mean, that would be a whole well, we bunch of other hoops yeah, you'd have to have jump to, through. Yeah, like, we don't have to do any of that paperwork, what it takes to, you know, get our li liquor license or sell it. Uh, and, you know, yeah, it just changes it so much, like... Right now we're a spot that plays that has music. Like we're a spot that has art. Like 
that's it. Like that's the the city doesn't care. Like the city's like, well, that's cool. Like you know, yeah, yeah, have it. And like, what else are they gonna do? And you're like, that's it. That's all we're going for. (laughs) And then the BYOB thing wasn't too hard to get, so we just got that. And uh, we charge five bucks if you want to buy a. uh, God dang it! I should put this on silent. I just checked it. I didn't put it on silent. (laughs) Five bucks will get you. um, a wristband and you can drink whatever you bring. So some people are okay. like, oh, I gotta pay five bucks and then buy something. Some people don't like that, but so you have to pay the five to drink there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You get a wristband and you can drink. So if you're going to a show, you pay five bucks for the show, you pay five bucks for the wristband and then, you know, that's 10 bucks entry. That sucks. But you know, you, you want to drink. Well, like, it's totally worth it. I mean, it, it's the type of venue that's directly supporting the community, you yeah. know, like the art community type shit. So, yeah. And, and if you get more than, you know, two drinks at a bar, you know, that's already oh, like yeah. the that's, same amount yeah, of money. Yeah, you, you're going to be saving money anyway, probably. Yeah, buy a, so. you know, buy a dirty 30. You're right. Come in, share with your friends, leave the rest for the, you know, owners of the venue and you're good. Like, I think that's. If you think about it, it saves you money, and saving money is making money. Right, right, right. right. Especially so, if you drink out and give your money away to bars. <laughs> so, you don't charge people to use the space. You said no. Okay, you charge for like if they want to drink. So, mm. and you you just take the money in like donations or whatever. That's basically basically that's a all the way basically you raise the money. Uh, I mean. There's a, like, I have the philosophy of, uh, I'd rather have you here. Like, I'd rather have you here. So if you ain't got no money, like, it's not a big deal. Like, Mm -hmm. we understand. Like, try not to take advantage of that, but I'd rather have you here. But we ask for $5 donations. Um, We'll take any donations. And if you you donate 100 bucks, you get into shows for free for a year. Okay, yeah. So, uh... Wasn't you trying to do, like, a Patreon thing or something? Yeah, we were trying to do, like, a like almost like a Netflix right subscription where you pay 10 bucks a month you get into any show I think that's like great like I think that'd be the best way to go and I, th- I know it would be hard to get hard people setup. to start yeah. doing that but you know that could, I think it could grow you yeah know, especially we, like we have a few people that you know have year passes it's 100 bucks you get in for all shows for a year you know not for free because you already paid the 100 bucks but essentially for free do you get a special bracelet <laughs> I mean, no, you still got to pay to drink. You just got to pay to drink. <laughs> well, you're, that, but I mean, like, you're going out and you're drinking, you got to pay to drink. Like, how do you know the ones who have paid? You, you just remember? Or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not really to the point where it's uh, grown so big that it's like, yeah. you know, there's a hundred people that have these. Like, I don't recognize you. It's like, I yeah. got a haircut. I swear it's me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It's no, like, that's fucking and, dope. And like, honestly, honestly, you come up. And if we didn't know, if I didn't know you and you're just like, yeah, I'm the guy, one of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Come in. Nobody do that. You assholes don't. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> well, yeah. But I feel like we'd catch on. Yeah. Like you could do it. You get away with it once or twice. So yeah, get away with it once or twice, but we'll catch on. You get, get away with it once and you'd be like, wow, this place is actually dope. I think I'm going to, I'll actually, will keep yeah. going back. I'll pay them more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be a great business model. Honestly. Yeah. Just if you get the people to catch on. Yeah. Hopefully it stays a thing. Like, yeah, hopefully the supper club doesn't go away. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, the more it grows, yeah. Fuck yeah, it I hope it doesn't go away either. Yeah, fuck. I mean, was it kind of coming off of, uh, we used to have the island? Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of island influence in there. Like, uh, yeah, it's 
kind of like picking up where the island had to like leave off. Like Nathan Lane was, uh, we're all really tight with Nathan Lane, and he's the guy that ran the island. So yeah, we're really tight with him. He's helped us out a bunch of times being our sound guy, and he's had a few shows there. Uh, so we're yeah, a lot of you guys the that are on the lives through the. Oh yeah, sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. Uh, was uh, a lot of the people that are on the Supper Club board, were they involved with the island as well, or was it mainly Nathan? Uh, it was mainly Nathan. I know it was other people that helped a lot. I'm just, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't give you the right names probably currently. Yeah. I didn't, I just went to the island. I wasn't involved in that at all other than going to shows, but uh, definitely was supportive of it. Like, definitely was like, all right, this space is cool. Like, I hope. In like when the when it seemed like the city was like not working with them, it was yeah. kind of like upsetting. It was because they, I remember they came out with like an article yeah, or something. They came and out like, with they're an like oh promoting it, like oh look how great it is, and then the city's like what the fuck is this? That's crack that's, down on them. Yeah, that's that's uh, why like you don't bogus. trust. I mean whatever you put it in the newspaper, whatever that's on you, but no joke. Literally put it in the newspaper. Next day something happened. I know that's so bogus, dude. I'm super glad. I, I was fortunate enough. I got to perform there a little bit. I did like a short set with poor Bill, but uh, oh, cool. so it was fun. You know, yeah, glad I got to go. But it was a chill space for sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it was but cool. you guys don't have that kind of problem with the Supper Club. Like as far as you were in the paper, like yeah, I remember when it opened and we shit. did. We had a little bit of a oh, problem. You did, yeah, because uh, it was. Uh, I'm not gonna go into a full detail because yeah. I just I don't know just like because it's a business, you know. All right. Uh, but we had the newspaper take pictures and we were like, I wasn't there, but the board, other board members were like posing for these pictures. So they're like posing with like hammers and nails and like <laughs> setting wood up. And that was before we got insurance. Okay. So like nobody uh, was allowed to be in that building uh, if we didn't get insurance. Like yeah. nobody was allowed to be in that building. Yeah. So we did get hit up oh my God. being like yo, you're not supposed to be working on that. Like, you don't have any insurance. You don't have the right insurance. You don't like, understand. It was a photo op. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you know, that's what we came back with. We're yeah. Like, Look, the newspaper is there. Yeah, what do you fuck you want? They're telling us like, to pose. Like, the, we, were, we've, we had, like, contractors on deck. Like, all their stuff was there. Like, supportive. Like, the craziest thing is, like, how, like, people came out of the woodwork in support of this to make this thing work. Like, it was till the last second like we got it all together and it was like we were willing to do it anyways even if we didn't have it all together but that like you we could have been like arrested like people like they could have oh, yeah had the cops involved like the landlords could have called the cops and uh we were like we were like we're gonna do it anyways guys and like some of us were like kind of freaking out and <laughs> You know, last second, like the day before uh, Maggie came through with insurance. Nice. And like it it wasn't like we didn't wait till last second. We just got the wrong insurance and we didn't know. Mm. So like you're always going to have a few hiccups, you mm -hmm. know, like, yeah, that's great. You got it settled out right before. Right. Yeah. Just in time. Yeah. Maggie came through super clutch. Like we're like all nervous <laughs> and like, yep. And there was an architect from the city that was on call for us just like you know gave us super like a crazy deal uh there was a contractor uh that helped us out man 
I can't think of the company offhand, but Tyler's his name. Man, that doesn't help anything. <laughs> they like they're a big company. Crawford, I think. Okay. I don't want to say the wrong one. Right. But I think Crawford. They're like. Either way, you're getting a shout out. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> uh, but they like hit, hit. He came through like, but he works for them, and just like helped us out. You know, we just helped with the construction a little bit, like put in the man hours, and then mainly mainly Matt did a lot of that. Uh, but, uh, it like, yeah, just people that we didn't know, we didn't even know we needed until, you know, that week we found out, oh, you need that type of, you need an architect to check this fence we built. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Like yeah. an architect, like, not like a contractor, an architect. Cause like, it's a public space and, yeah. and everything. So, and, uh, so yeah. And those people, they just like came through and they like came through multiple times uh fire marshal came through checked it all out like gave us 150 capacity so like yeah it just it was amazing how it all came together really it was that's cool. great and yeah. now you don't have any problems as far as trouble from the city or whatever everyone's yeah, on board uh, we've gotten the fire department called on us once which was a bummer because it cost us like 250 bucks uh. but that was because that was our fault we had fog machines uh, a fog machine well it's in the contract like don't have fog machines uh, what so like the landlord's I mean, we contract may, or may not have had fog machines <laughs> it could have been the band i'm gonna let that nobody knows the real truth on that right right band. well that's a landlord contract for the yeah well those buildings are set really sensitive they're fire alarms oh, okay because you're next to other businesses and Rock Island's known for its fires. Like, yeah, yeah. There's a few suspicious ass fires of Rock Island, and uh, so it's like they are on it about fires. Like, they don't want fires to happen. Yeah, like they want to know right away. So it's set super sensitive, and a I, fog machine set it off. I remember. I can't remember if it was the when you did the soft opening or if it was like a show not far from then. One of the poets or something had like a performance thing going yeah. on. They lit some shit on fire. Yeah, they lit a fire. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, were you guys freaking out? Like, uh, oh, fuck. No, I didn't know then. <laughs> I didn't know until after the fog machine. Yeah. And then everybody kind of came out. Like, other people knew, but it just, you know, wasn't a talking point until it happened. But uh, it was with this band called Un, or Un. They're Un. I wanted to call them Un, but they're Un. Uh, what, like UN? Yeah, UN. Okay. They're like slow, sludgy, stoner, you know, death metal. Like they're coming through the supper club. I'm not sure what date, but they're coming through pretty in pretty short amount of time. But they just played to the beat of the fire alarm. Like they were just like the fire alarm was like meh, meh, meh. and they're just like and they're just like <laughs> playing to the beat and it, this is you know going on forever and you know me me and matt i think it was pretty much everybody on the board at the show uh we're outside like waiting for the fire department to come because we knew it was connected yeah and they come down and they're super nice and like they don't even know how to shut the fire alarm <laughs> off they have to call their boss oh my God. but anyways they walk in and they're like hey could you turn your radio down and i was like oh it's not a radio it's like there's a band in there and they're like there's people in there 
And we're like, and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, the fire alarm's going off, and there's people in there. It's like everyone's like, a poor artist. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we're ready to burn. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that's pretty dope. Pretty yeah, we're dope like, yeah, and they're like, get everybody out. So I had to go up and be like, yo, everybody's got to leave. Apparently, it's a <laughs> it's illegal. Oh, yeah. The fire alarm's going off. It's illegal to be in a building. Would you guys get in trouble? They're like, we're gonna arrest everyone if you don't get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't know. If we would have just stayed, we're not gonna. We're not gonna try it. <laughs> if they would have stayed, well, they have to inspect the place. Oh yeah. No matter what. Yeah. And like the guy kept bringing up the White Snake fire, <laughs> like you know the famous. I think it's White Snake or is it White Snake? It's White something. The famous fire in like Rhode Island or something in like 2006 or 2004. I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyways, there's this like, they thought it. There's this, you know concert that happened with white something white snake i just want to say white snake but i feel like that's wrong it's in rhode island i think in like 2006 or some shit and like it burned the stage caught on fire and everybody thought it was part of the pyrotechnics oh, so, geez. uh nobody left <laughs> so a lot of people like got you know died or yeah, got sucks. trampled i'm not sure all the stats of it but and that guy's like, that's like the famous, that's like the one to bring up. If yeah. Like, that's like the only time it's ever happened. Everybody talks about it. And that guy was like, oh, he's like that concert in Rhode Island. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, dude. Like we all knew it was a fog machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't see any but that's flames. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't allow pyrotechnics in here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I feel super blessed because the, uh, you guys did the soft opening. It was on my birthday. Oh, nice. That was super fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. Was... Happy late birthday. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Next time around this planet, I'll tell you <laughs> on the day. Hell yeah. Um, so do you guys, uh, have you, or are you going to like show films there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're trying to, it used to be the Bruin view. Yeah, the Bruin view. I think I uh, I think I was there when I was like had, were they around for a long time? Yeah, they were around for a long time. Yeah, I think I was taken there like I remember my mom said she took me there when I was little, but I remember going with my dad like it's late at night, like they're it was packed as fuck and they're yeah. playing like some old like a bunch of like a marathon of like old Three Stooges shows yeah. and shit. Yeah. So I was like what the fuck is this place? This is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah that, it's like a great idea. Just Hell yeah. a, it was a BYOB as well. Nice. So you bring your own brew, and you view a movie Hell or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was cool, and uh, we definitely have that space for a screen. We don't have a, a screen yet, so if anybody is willing to donate a screen to the Suffer Club, that's how we're trying to get it. Or, we have we're, we have our ideas though. I was also gonna say you could like you could drywall it. Like yeah. You sealed the lines really smooth. Yeah. If you get someone who can do drywall mm -hmm. well, drywall well, drywall wall, <laughs> drywall wall, then that could be good, I guess. Get some nice flat white paint on there. It might be cheaper because if you get a big ass screen, yeah, that shit can be expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're not depending. We're we're, we're bouncing around ideas, so it's we're not gonna get. We might get a screen, or we might, you know, paint it, or yeah, like you said, throw up drywall. Yeah. I used to run a venue called the Shop, and we had we were buddies with people who did drywall and they threw up a drywall screen for us nice and yeah people would just you know play xbox <laughs> 360 while you know bands were up there i'm just gonna get like maybe just some whatever projector you can buy like you might be able to even find shit that's decently priced like even get like some 4k shit nowadays yeah you know? we've had a few people that bring their own okay uh motive direct now offers a thing where they'll set up and because they do movies and stuff 
Well, they'll, they'll come to your spot and they have a whole set up. Then they call it something like a pop-up theater. Pop-up theater, yeah. they're doing? Yeah. Yeah, they'll be there on December 8th. Oh, hell yeah. At the Supper Club with uh, something from K-Dog. Yeah, I don't know if you want to, like, get a projector first and see, like, what the size we, is displayed, you know? So We you have a projector. Oh, you do have yeah. it? Oh, okay. Yep. We, we still show with movies up there. It's just on a black surface that's yeah. uneven, so it just looks... Is it like, does it fill out the whole thing, or is it like a wide screen? Oh, it fills out the whole thing, nice. yeah. I mean, I it's really hard to tell. I, I don't think it's good quality. No. It's probably fuzzy, but it's really hard to tell. Eh, I bet it's not that bad, but I bet it's not great. <laughs> I like it when they have, like, uh, trippy visual shit playing over the bands or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's always cool. <laughs> a band just came through. I think they're from Baltimore. Disombra. Oh, man, I'm probably butchering that. D-I-S-O-M-B-R-A. And they were a lot of soundscape, and they had a projector. They set up their own screen, and yeah, I honestly want to do that for like our hip hop. I want to yeah. just have like some trippy oh, visual add, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, was it behind them or something? Like I want it like just oh, everywhere. It was like shot on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like shot on. Or I like them. to have both, like some trippy shit on you and some trippy shit behind you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That shit's always cool. Yeah, but when the- you were, you said you uh, toured with. Errol Hem and you did stand up. Mm-hmm. Was anyone else doing that kind of thing, having a comedian? Not, not anybody we ran into. Uh-huh. We did a strictly hip hop open mic, and I came out <laughs> as like I didn't. I like was pretending to be a hip hop artist. You like this is like the birth the birth of regular size. You one. like tell your jokes to a beat. Or something. No, yeah, I like no, I like came out real hard. I was like, "What's up, Chicago?" <laughs> Thanks for having us. I would like to thank all of Chicago coming out tonight. You know, I said some stupid ass shit like that. And I was like, now throw your hands in the air. And like some people started to. And I said, if you pee sitting down, what's up? What's up? What's up? So everybody's just like, like half their hands, like half in the air. And then they're like, skirt. Like they stopped immediately. If you ever just, play a new venue, you should do that every time. Dude, <laughs> like, I've done it a few. Come times. out with some intense intro. I usually do it around Eric because he'll request it. You should even have music start to play and then it just yeah. tapers off. Or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be fucking hilarious. But yeah, I go. I just went fucking insane, like telling stories about my gerbil or something stupid, and then. Uh, <laughs> Eric Murphy snatched the mic from me, like not like in a friendly way, like you know. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. But yeah, we had it all set up, but it, he like, you know, played it up, like took the mic right when his beat kicked in, like cut me off. Like it was perfect. Yeah. It's like everybody in the yeah. crowd just went like, oh, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, cause this is, this is getting too ridiculous for us to hang on to right yeah. now. Like, do you think like, did a lot of the people in the crowd maybe not even know you two are like together or oh, something? Not, not like, at all. Yeah. Like, so they thought he was, it was just all, one of the other random guys. It was pretty much all rappers and their crew. And we went first, so we got the biggest crowd. Cause like, what happens is like, a rapper will go up and then they'll leave mm-hmm. after they're done. Mm-hmm. Like, only a few people fucked around to the end. And uh, yeah, we got the biggest crowd. And uh, the the DJ and the MC was like, were loving us. We stayed the whole night. You know, had a good time. Like, it was really fun. It was a ton of fun. But did I answer your question? Yeah, oh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think you guys would be the only guys doing that type oh, of yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, I guess if they were just like... I've seen it done where like they'll have like a 
a, sh- a music show, even a hip hop show, and they'll have like a the host be like a comedian, you yeah, know, like that. You yeah. probably do that a lot, or I've seen you host, yeah, but, I've kind of. Host, I never really, ha- I haven't really hosted a whole hip hop show. I've done a f- few like, I've hosted, yeah, I've done a few like, you know, in between bands. It's kind of hard in between bands, especially if they're set up, because you know it takes like fifteen twenty minutes. I'm not trying to be up there fifteen twenty minutes in between bands, like, but if it's like acts next that you can kind of roll mm-hmm. it's cool to have a host or yeah. like maybe somebody just to announce the bands i've done that yeah a few times but never for like i don't feel like a straight hip-hop show mm-hmm. i don't know yeah yeah i think it'd be cool i would i'd would be down like I, I think a host brings helps people out like helps people like you know kind of and maybe be able they can guide them into like how to be at a show or like uh you know it could be nerve-wracking for some people some people brand first ever do like first time ever do a show so it's nice to like be like what's up i'm your host i'm the guy talking to you i'm the guy letting you know what's going on tonight. sure like where to be and like you know it's probably best be here. i guess i mean mm-hmm. or else you're just gonna have people showing up hey what's up we are this and that you know and then yeah just, yeah yeah, and then it no dialogue, it, I guess. <laughs> it kind of gathers people and then hypes them up. Right. And uh some people need that little push. Like some people won't do it. Some people don't care. Like right. and that's like that's my goal is to like how to figure out if I'm hired to be the host, I don't like doing it all the time. Like I'm not trying to just always do it. But if I'm hired to be the host, my like goal is to like figure out which ways to get these people eased into it so they're going to be more you know open-minded when the artist artist comes out and they'll be down to do like interact more Mm -hmm. because you know everybody like you know you try to get people to clap along your music or like throw their hands in the air bang their head or something it's sometimes like people just won't do it and that's fine too like that's fine too but if you have a host that's like hey yo i'm acting wacky Right. Like, come on, like, yeah. this ain't a big deal. You might get one or two extra people into it or, like, right. maybe even the whole crowd if you're good. Yeah. I think it's good to set the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Like an opener. Like, that's, like, normally an opener. It's just, like, so now the opener doesn't have to go into a cold audience, like, mm-hmm. call their own crowd. I mean, sometimes it doesn't matter. Some bands don't need it. Right. You know, some bands... You know, a lot of bands, a lot of local bands will need it because they'll be playing a show and won't have, like, a huge following yet or, like, be not their crowd. So it's nice to, like, kind of be welcomed by somebody who, you know, knows the people there or are involved and... Right. Yeah, you know, bring bring them up and then they can ride off that energy. Hell yeah. So what got you started into, like, anything? Like, what was your first, like, creative, like, outlet? Like, did you start really young doing things like this, or? I mean, I've always been a class clown. Like, always been. Always been trying to, like, be talkative. Always get in trouble for, like, talking in class. Like, uh, but I would get away with it for the most part because I was smart. And then I started, like, falling off later in high school. Like, not, the grades weren't there. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was skipping a lot more. But uh, always been a class clown. And then... Uh, like even through elementary and just yeah, so always yeah just like always been like class con it got worse <laughs> like it got worse it started out like I was a good I was like more good more of a good kid when I was real real young like 
and then like a little bit of a goofball but then i was just like man i like this goofball thing <laughs> and i just like it's a it little addicting yeah, yeah yeah so and then i used to i did this like project called screaming mo peepins which was like this stupid ass like it was cool it wasn't stupid it was like so fun i just did it with my best friend and we just said we just did what we thought was funny and we would record it and like release it on myspace and uh it was like it was all it's all it's a lot of it i i look back on it and i'm not like happy with the material but i'm like happy i did it yeah. i'm not happy with the material because it's like it's very ignorant like it's oh, very yeah. ignorant material well, yeah, it's I like feel... very stupid it's very <laughs> like it's very like not caring you know you know young white boy perspective not mm -hmm. caring about anybody like saying what we think is funny and stupid and you know we're as offensive as offensive as we can get like you know grew up on south park and you know dave Chappelle, so we're like <laughs> you know as fucking grotesque as we can get and but that's what started it and then like they had hosts for the talent shows and i i went out for that and it was like a six-man team we hosted talent shows at high school and then penguins had an open mic and it was a stand-up open mic and i was like I like heard about it. I had a friend that worked there and they like told me they did it like every last Wednesday or something or Friday. I don't know. And, uh, and where was, where's that at? It used, it's the, I don't even know what it is now. It's, it's down on, it's the freight house. Oh, okay. Down off river drive. It has the farmer's market there. Uh -huh. but there's like a bunch of businesses there now. Uh, that used to be penguins comedy club. It was strictly a comedy club. Like it moved around a few places, but it closed down but that's where i started and uh how old were you when you did that that i was 19 when i did that i'm 29 now so nice yeah i've been doing it about Dude, 10 years. fuck yeah 10 years in yeah but uh so i was like i remember just being like you know comedians like what like not even like knowing that shit existed around here like you just meet up hang out with a bunch of comedians and you know you know do try your try your jokes and uh it's kind of like that but it's not exactly like that like yeah yeah like comedians are funny on stage but you know a lot of them are like you know most comedians say most funny people are sad and depressed so it's like hanging out with you know <laughs> it's like oh man like come on. oh yeah oh man yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah yeah like that's a like a kind of a sad thing mm-hmm and I mean, I, everybody struggles with, you know, mental illness, like shout out to people who do like, it's rough. Right. But you know, I went into it very young with like, oh boy, comedians are going to be goofing around all the time. And it's like, oh no, not really. Like, well, I've seen or heard of like when people talk about hanging around comedians, like there are people that are like just funny all the time, just yeah. goof around. But yeah, then you get people that just kind of, if they're not yeah. performing comedy, they're just kind of like. Yeah, depressive, I guess. Yeah, and it's not it's not every one. Right. It's not every one. It just happens. Yeah. And especially back then, there's a lot of people involved in it that, like, you know, it'd be months between the performances. It'd be like a month. Every month they'd do it. So they'd get a whole month, and they'd come up with the same shit that they've been doing for years. And it's like, there's, that, there's like an old school mentality on that, like, you come up with a good five minutes, you're set. They just do that for, like, years. Years. And years, and yeah. it's like, these people aren't, you know, you know, they don't have, they didn't like make a million dollars off this set. They're just, this is their set. 
mm-hmm. and they have you know those five minutes and they do it the same every time and i'm glad i'm glad it's kind of changed like there's people just you know trying out different things and you know or i think i'm just getting i think things change but i think i'm just getting more connected the more people i fuck with the more i'm like seeing that it's out there like i don't think it's all just started. Like, I think it's all been there forever. Mm-hmm. And like, people have been, you know, building it. But until recently, for me at least, it's all really coming together. So, yeah. Comedy got me started. Uh, well, Crater. Crater was all then. Like, Crater was all in between that. Crater, I've been doing that for 10 years too now. Like, that's all like, that's like where I learned to not give a fuck. I really like, am just lucky to work, work, alongside uh zach damp Dan frytag and lyndon ellers like those guys like those three are just like unworldly with their like how talented they are at the things they do like and i'm just like i'm like i'm vocalist and i want to represent them but i i don't even like wag a finger at the talent they have for the art that they do like it's like super it's awesome it's awesome that they they're down with me like it's awesome. We're all buds. Like we hang out all the time. Like it's like yeah, just a band with your good buds, and been doing it for ten years, and it's just the coolest thing. We meet up as much as we can. Like we're recording right now, so that's like that's been my consistent. That's been my like that's my rock. Crater's my rock. Hell yeah, that's always been there. And like whenever it's like time to do crater stuff, like it's it'll i'll choose that like if it comes down to something what this between that i'll be like crater yeah yeah 100 percent. hell yeah that's awesome have you guys toured around or not really we like we don't ever set it up we're playing full terror assault this year which is probably be our biggest Ooh. show ever that's like a metal fest in southern illinois oh hell yeah and that, that's not till next september but we don't really get like a, we don't really put a string of shows together uh-huh yeah, we don't really ever tour. We don't ever get out. We're comp- we're strictly local. Hell yeah! Like we've played like a few hours away, like here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, but no, we're strictly strictly local. <laughs> Word. You cannot see Crater if you do not come <laughs> to the Quad Cities. Yeah, put that on the Quad Cities to do list. Yep. Out of towners, you Go gotta see, see Crater, Crater yeah. once in a lifetime. Yep. But, <laughs> hell yeah. Now, when you were like, you said you were younger, just being a goofball in class and shit, was that just, just that, just oh, just fucking off, being silly, like, it's probably and, a, until you were like nineteen and you went out and did like the open mic type stuff. Was that around like the first time you thought like, oh, a comedian is like something you could do, like, like be a comedian, you know, like? Yeah, it never really like occurred to me that you had to like choose like you could be a comedian. Like, uh-huh. it never really like hit me. Until like, cause I was always just doing it for the fun. Like mm-hmm. I would every every time I got like I like the opportunity to do like a project where there was really not a lot of limits. You just like had to do a PowerPoint on something, and like I like took that opportunity to make it as like stupid, <laughs> and goofy, yeah. and like but still be good enough to pass. Like yeah. and usually the teachers, if if it's actually like if they appreciate it, they'll it's like you usually get good grades on it. I that. think, yeah, if it's a good thing and then you just add in that funny element, it yeah. just makes it better. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, when you were younger, did you did you have, like, were there comedians you liked? Like, were you into comedy when you were young? Yeah, but not, like, stand-up. No? It was more like 
like Chris Farley and Jim Carrey, like, yeah, Martin Lawrence, like, it was just, like, I had, like, a select, uh, a few VHSs that I would watch all the time, Hell and, yeah. like, Tommy Boy was one of them, Blue Streak was another one, and then, uh, I always would seek out Jim Carrey movies, yeah, so, like, probably them, like, when I was younger, for sure. Definitely, like, those are my, like, comedic influences, I think. I think because they, like, are more, they're just, they're physically funny. They, like, remember that they, like, they have a whole body, you know, to make people laugh. I don't know why, but I just, like, think, like, comedians, like, you can use your, you know, entire being. You don't have to just use what you're saying. Like, your Mm -hmm. entire being is up on stage, like. And maybe they, some people would think they go over the top, but it's like, at least they're aware of that. Like they're aware that they can use all of their resources, everything somebody's looking at to, you know, try to make somebody laugh. And I think that was kind of, they're just like big personalities, you know, and they don't even, they don't necessarily, you know, have these like, you know, you know, jokes that work, you know, if you like dissect the joke and what it's supposed to be scientifically like they maybe not have all that stuff but they can just make something funny Mm -hmm. you know just like a situation they just like make it funny right and it's yeah i always i like think that is how i you know like to do like i would probably like you know somewhere in my mind i'm influenced pretty heavily by them um at least com comedic Lee. But well, fuck yeah. Yeah. So like basically artistically comedy came first just being a goof and everything. Yeah. And then you said you've been doing Crater for 10 years as yeah. well. Was that like when you started getting into music like performing music or Well, I started going to local shows when I was probably like like 14 anywhere between 14 and 15. Mm-hmm. And it was just like so cool. It was like so fun. Like you know, you could just I mean, yeah, you could just, like, dance as hard as you can. And it was, like, hard, a lot of hardcore shows, so a lot of hardcore dancing. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, the more and more I got into that, the more I uh, would just go to different shows and meet different people. And I had a few buddies that did a band called uh, Ancients, which, a.k.a. Ageless, a long time ago. And, uh, yeah, they were, they were cool. They were awesome. They were like really good. Like I started realizing like the difference between sloppy and, you know, tight. And mm-hmm. I was cool with sloppy cause you know, if it has a breakdown, like usually people are tight on the breakdown. I was like, cool with that. But I had some good friends that were like, got more into it. Like, no, this, it needs to be right. It needs to be good. So right. I, I've always admired heavy metal because it's one of the hardest things to truly master and it's one of the least liked forms of music. Like mm-hmm. some people, you tell them death metal or heavy metal, they're just like, like Ugh. yeah, no way, no, no thanks. Like not for me, too tough. Like mm-hmm. I can't understand the lyrics or something yeah. like that. And uh, so it always, I, it always, I was always interested in it, and I was always listening to crazy ass like fast music, like grind, like minute long songs, like <laughs> uh, insane stuff. You just, you know can't understand it if you're not paying attention or you don't look it up and uh zach and dan 
uh, got together and uh, they hit up um, Dan Hayes, who's a longtime buddy who doesn't, he, he just like works and stuff. But he was like the vocalist for like a day. So we like always say that's the original vocalist of Craters, Dan Hayes. Yeah. Uh, and then he didn't just didn't, I just don't think he was interested. And then I came over for a practice and been coming over for practices ever since. Oh, yeah. Now he lives, we live in a duplex together. So like he lives on the bottom half of the duplex. So now it's like go downstairs to crater practice. Nice. Yeah. Having your own duplex jam time mm -hmm. and everything. Yep. It's yeah. just us. So. Fuck and yeah. Jerrica, and she doesn't care. She's all down for all that stuff. Hell yeah, that's fucking awesome. And now, what got into what got you into acting and stuff? Just meeting people. Uh, probably improv. That was that connection. I did improv. Stand up got me into improv. And then uh, you know, people would come to shows, and they're like, "Hey, we're doing this project." Uh, the first project they did, like, pretty much everybody I was working with, they like tried to get them involved. There's or something and then uh that project ended up taking years that's a psycho magnet which uh will be available eventually and then yeah just it gets you to know people and then you find out you know people that are making movies and you know also, we need people get yeah. in here <laughs> yeah that's what it is people they need people and if yeah. you're i mean show any sort of commitment that's all i do i just commit myself to like if somebody if somebody puts a project together and wants me in it, I'll be like, yeah, I'm down because it's the easiest thing for me to do because it's like they already have a project. Mm -hmm. Like I just come in and say these lines and you right. know, act this part and then they're going to work. It's on them to work on it. So it's like it's just the easiest way to like get yourself involved and help somebody out because that's what, you know, they want that. They need that. They mm -hmm. need somebody to, you know, say their words or you know, be there for a certain part and you just, you know, eventually grow relationships with these people and they like you and invite you back or they don't, you know, yeah, sort yeah. of thing like that. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Um, I haven't seen any of the movies you've been in yet, but do you portray like a more serious roles or do you do like funny shit in the movies? I do funny stuff, but yeah, I, I try to like, yeah, I do a lot of goofy shit. There's a lot of goofy shit, but I definitely, have my I like I like serious parts kind of better I would and there's I try to be a little serious in certain lines but yeah I I think I translate as an actor better maybe not serious but more like really unhappy <laughs> <laughs> which is serious I think yeah oh man I'm getting I've been chatting too much I'm getting parched Woo! shout out to poor Bill me and him were chatting before this hell yeah Mm -hmm. It's yeah, good get a little warm up in. Then we just come in here hot. Just gonna talk forever. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's crazy. Like, um I've known of uh Motive Direct for a while now. Yeah. I think I I'm assuming I just heard of them because Eric of Eric. Connect, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think I know them because of Eric. Mm -hmm. Um what was the other one called from DeWitt? The oh, Dead Weeds Productions. Dead what? Dead Weeds. Dead Weeds. Productions. I don't think I've ever heard of them before. They're, so. uh, I mean, they kind of do their, they, they do it kind of more nationally than, cause they're out there trying to pump their the shit like on the circuit. Yeah, yeah. They're like throwing their films and festivals and stuff and 
you know, applying to festivals and it's really a, it's a, it's a skill on its own just to be able to do all that stuff. Yeah. And you have to fund it. A lot of festivals request like fees, like even just application fees. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's just kind of how it is. And you got to decipher, you got to like pick through the festivals that are just like some guy setting it up to make a buck and they're just taking your fees and like, nobody's going to be there. Mm -hmm. And like, the ones that are worth it where you have a good enough connect or like you've done good enough the year before or like to where you get a good spot or like yeah basically you're just trying to get people to see your um film and these people are in you know bigger cities and they're interested in film so if you impress them who knows like uh maybe somebody will throw some money your way to make another film mm -hmm. that's kind of like the game like you make films as low budget as you can and send them out to these people that show them to people that have a little more money because they're you know from a different spot and there's more money coming in from that stuff. And uh, then, yeah, hopefully somebody sees it, likes it, wants more, and they're able to like throw you a little money. And you can pay for distributors, which works too. That's like somebody that will you know, take your movie and try to sell it mm -hmm. basically like to whatever, to like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, whatever, uh, Josh around studios. He's more that style that I've worked with him for a few movies too. He does full lengths. Yeah. I was going to mention them cause I heard about them through you. I thought yeah. you were sharing their shit. So I've been following them. Yeah. seems pretty dope. Yeah. They He's, got some shit on like, uh, like you said, Amazon and whatnot. Yeah. Amazon. Even in like UK. Yeah, it's like all shit. over. It's so, like 85 yeah. different countries. It's been yeah, subtitled that's crazy. in 85 different languages. Man. That's yeah, it's this, that, that's a distribution for you. That's what they do is like they, um, like you pay a fee and then they, you know, distribute it. And he's, he's, he's legit. He does everything himself and he's like, you know, kept up and made sure he had a good distribution company because there are people out there that are like, it's a scam. There are like, mm. definitely scammers out there. Yeah. But uh, kind of was like, like yo, kind of like hit them up at one point. Yo, are you guys even trying? Are you guys doing anything? And they're like, yeah, we're doing anything. And they sent them back all the work they've done. Like they made, you know, flyers for uh, like, uh, you know, cover art for different countries. Mm -hmm. They like had previews in different, la not different languages, but subtitles. Mm -hmm. um, and they like were like, yeah, we're releasing it on Amazon like prime well you can't stream it yet but you can buy it and rent it but you will be able to stream it soon oh yeah yeah i need to check those out low and peachy and favorite favorite refrain yeah all locally made one dude made it i'm a pretty small part in favorite refrain but i dig the part because i'm serious that's only serious yeah all serious and then nice. uh, i'm like in low and peachy i'm like just over the top goofy like like I'm sure there's people out there that'll see it and be like, "Oh, this guy sucks," <laughs> and then there'll be people that'll be like, oh, "I know Wayne. That's cool. I like this guy. <laughs> I like Wayne. That's dope." Is there many like I don't know if you know? I mean, is there many like small independent production companies like that, like Moto Drag, Josh and Around? Uh, any others? Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a lot of people who do it. Um. It's just, uh, yeah, there's a lot. Of, yeah, there's a good amount of people. I'm trying to think of them. I don't want to like say some and leave some out. 
but I've worked right. with a lot of people doing film. Like I work with Andrew Edmark a lot. He just does film. He does, I think, Renaissance Bear is his YouTube. Um, he's been doing film and stuff for years. Um, uh, Joe Zerl, he's awesome. I work with him a lot. Cameraman, he like, yeah, he's great. He does all kinds of stuff. Um, he works with Dead Weeds a lot. That's how I work with him. Um, Against the Odds is a locally made uh, sitcom from around here. Uh, I think Renaissance Bear is now two times two. I don't know. I'm just getting, I'm getting, there, there's a ton, dude. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The more you get involved, the more people are into doing it. And it's just, you know, it's all about, you know, follow through with, and it's a lot of, it's like a lot of effort. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, like you said, like they could be working on it for so many years and everything mm -hmm. like it's a lot of dedication so yeah hell yeah yeah a lot of these a lot of the especially if you're doing it by yourself right and uh but i mean with all that like mad respect to the people that can just throw a camera up you know record re film something and you know tons of people watch it yeah because it's like way easier like you know, the YouTube shit, the jack, the jackass shit, like mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mad props to like, cause that's like, I don't know. That's just kind of like, you'll have somebody that's been working on their act. You know, me 10 years been working on my act and you know, I'm not even close to making it out of the quad cities. Like, you know, people don't even know me in the quad cities. Like, <laughs> and I've been doing this for fucking ever. And you could have, you know, somebody accidentally film like a seven second vine and right. just be huge. Right. Mind blowingly huge. <laughs> like be blown up and then be money thrown at them because now they have a career, like, yeah. and whatever. So it's like, it's kind of just, it's just, it's poetic. It's really poetic that uh, you can dedicate. It's not about making the money. Being mm -hmm. an artist is not about right. making the money. And it can't be. And like, if you can make money, good on you. Like, right. that's great for you. But it's like, it's like you can win the lotto in this. And what you're doing is you can win the lotto. Uh -huh. And it's if up you're... to you whether you keep it and give it away. But you can win in this game. You can win the lotto. You can say something. You know, do a hip song, do like a fucking you know stupid joke or do a stupid video, and you can just blow up. Right. That's how it works now. Like, yeah, and you just, it's so, you have to get so lucky too, because, I mean, yeah. It's crazy, like you said, like, yeah, taking years to make these full length films. I love video editing myself, fucking around with that, with like the MOB stuff that we do, but um, I mainly stick to like, I like making our own music videos, and then we've been doing like, started to do like some little short things, like yeah. little skits or something. Yeah. And I guess that started because we used to do it when we were young, just fucking around, and now we're just kind of, trying to pump out funny shit just for yeah. shits and giggles or whatever, you know? So it's like you said, the type of shit that would get picked up, oh, like a seven second vine or some mm -hmm. funny shit. But it's like, you know, no one's watching this shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like, even then it's like still hard just to, just such a mass ocean of all this content out there. Yeah. But yeah. And, and yeah. if you, and it's so short lived too. Well, I mean, I don't know though. Cause there's some vines that have been kicking around for yeah. years. And yeah. I'm there's like, like, there's that, that, uh, yeah. That legendary shit basically. Yeah. yeah there's like certain vines that, yeah. That everybody's seen. Everybody <laughs> knows. And, uh, with like being an artist nowadays, it's almost like 
you know, if you if you released an album six months ago, it's an old album. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, that's not how it is. I remember it was like, you know, I still I still call shit from 2010 their new stuff. Like, yeah, you know, like so, our last album was is old as fuck, yeah. but you know. We've just been focusing on other projects too. We haven't released another one since, so yeah. it's like whatever. But yeah, Christ, it's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. how fast that shit's just going by, like mm-hmm. content-wise. Like yeah, yeah, it'd be just, nice. Yeah, I'd love to pump out something every six months or every year, which it, I'd hope to. We're working towards that, you know. But it'd be nice, yeah. But yeah, it's fucking a lot of passion projects, you know, things mm-hmm. that just take a long ass fucking time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this is a great shit. It's super fun. And like, yeah, like you were saying, like if you try and go into this, oh, gonna try and make money, oh, get yeah. super rich. It's like, yeah, well, good luck. I mean, yeah, I mean, if that works, yeah, I, if it I works, just never. Great, but I've I, always had that mentality. So maybe if I changed it, <laughs> I just always like went into it like it's not about the money, it's not about the money. And some people go into it about the money. And dude, if they can find success, right on. Like, good and there's a lot of like, funny fucking videos that should be famous you know it's like yeah. they're not so yeah i've seen plenty uh, yeah of, what the fuck it's just luck or something yeah, and, i've seen and plenty ways. of videos that have millions of views and i'm like man yeah not super into it right right but it's so weird but it is just do what you love yep just keep <laughs> doing it and who knows yeah i mean yeah at the very least like i mean it would be nice you know making a living off of what you love everyone mm-hmm. would love to do that but you know you do what yeah. you can <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. Yeah. Do you have plans There's for like, do you try to, like, plan- what's that? Do you want to try and do things like uh, on a full time basis? Like, I mean, basically, I have this goal that I don't really preach too much, but basically, I just want some outside entity that has too much money to give me a bunch of money and then I'll give everybody around here money. Like, Hell yeah. That's my, yeah. like, my low key, like, uh, I think it's everybody's goal, really. I think a lot of people sure. I fuck with, that's their goal. That's like, you know, get some recognition for the Quad Cities and just uh, be like, if any th- anybody pops off, it's like they popped off and they have friends that are just as good as them, mm-hmm. you know, just as like, you know, that they can, I don't know, that's how I feel. That's how I feel like the yeah. Quad Cities is a strong force and uh, I think there's a lot of talented, good like acts around here that just have no funding at all do it all on their own dime like everything like even losing money playing shows like uh and uh just i don't know all it needs is you know some billion well i don't know you don't even want the money really because you don't want too much like and then they're gonna have they're gonna have their hands and all your shit you know too it's about being really good like it's about just like being as good as we can get and uh being like you can't deny if it's uh so be so good you can't be denied that's like steve martin or some shit Mm -hmm. um to where it doesn't even matter if you're funded or you're getting a bunch of money or you're respected by like anybody it's just like well i enjoyed myself when i watched that so that's that's undeniable yeah yeah i think it's true like what you said uh everyone would like to have you know like what they're doing and then people they know that are good have that shit pop off you know but i think yeah especially like uh it would be unique around here yeah because it's not like chicago it's not la or like some crazy big place that's like known for that kind of thing mm-hmm. anyway it's like a we have a definitely an underground city we have a trumpet player yeah yeah a trumpet player <laughs> we have the bix Beck. <laughs> that's like still our most famous musician <laughs> it's been like fucking you know he yeah. was in the 20s and he has a questionable 
you know, past, like his history is a little <laughs> questionable. So people are still kind of salty about that. And that's yeah. like, that's what, you know, the Quad Cities is known for, the Bix. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then other than that, it's just like, like known for industry. You know, yeah. Like John Deere. Yep. And guess, this, yeah. Which like John Deere. He like moved here, I guess. But. That's our goal is to all the people that work at John Deere get their money. That's our goal. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> those are the rich motherfuckers. Those are the people that are paying their bills consistently. Right. That shit's crazy. John Deere, like how huge that shit is. It's huge. Like I knew this girl, her father was, uh, I think, uh, I don't know if he was personal, but he was like, he might've been like a personal pilot for the John Deere CEOs and shit. Like what the fuck? Damn, Jesus! <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah, you gotta fly right. somewhere. Right, man, that's cr- fucking crazy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yep, yeah. John Deere, I'm sure, has a lot of rich motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'd love to do like for the QC. I guess you could say like culturally, artistically, like what John Deere did for the QC. You know, in like yeah. in the in- industry sense. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, like, there's a lot of great fucking underground art, music, mm-hmm. film, whatever the fuck it is. We got it. And I'm sure most places do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're not, like, a small farm town, really. You know, we're mm. kind of a... We're decent size. I like, don't want to say metropolis, but, you know, like, a we've, we're a conglomeration yeah. of some cities. So it's like a de- five cities. Yeah, so it's, like, like, a decent size. It's yeah. not like we're fucking some dinky, dinky town, you mm. know. But I'm sure any town our size that's not, like, a big, super known town, probably the same... Thing applies like they probably got a bunch of dope art and everything underground it's yeah. just like yeah yeah and i think everyone wants to get it on the map you I think, know yeah yeah and i mean you, you do kind of you're right and i think there's everybody in every city that has like a group of people are like you know doing their best to make it cool and make other people want to come and i think eventually you know that all grows within the cities and then it's kind of a little bit for everybody but on the same end, everybody can't be an artist. Like, I mean, I think everybody can be an artist, but mm-hmm. you still have to put forth. You can't just like be an artist and then <laughs> expect. Like, yeah, you're just like, here's my art. Uh, shower me. Like, I think, uh-huh. I think it's the the dawn of everybody being a hardworking artist to where like everybody does their art, they express themselves, they get it out, and then they go back to you know hustling and working. Yeah, where's your hustle at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing a little bit here and there so they're putting forth in a society to where like you know uh yeah, they just put forth. And however that however that is, like just add add positivity to do good things, like help people out, like I think that's very important. And I don't think you should lose it no matter how famous you get. Right. Definitely not. Hell yeah. But if you get crazy famous, <laughs> crazy rich, all you got to do is perform because you perform and that brings in all that money. And then you can just like, uh, here you go, everybody. Uh, <laughs> but hell yeah. Because there's some random ass shit that's huge. That's really huge. brings random. in a crazy <laughs> amount of money. It's probably all from college kids, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not even their money. It's probably like loan money that they get a little right. cut of because, you know, this semester wasn't as expensive. <laughs> right, right. So they get, you know, a $1,200 check. They're like, <laughs> I was in college briefly, like, well, I went to Blackhawk just for, like, a couple semesters, like, fucking years ago, and uh, I was on financial aid, because I'm a poor boy, and, and, uh, yeah, they gave you, like, we had, like, the fucking debit card, and, like, the ATMs there and shit, and, like, I had a bunch of money left over, so I bought a fucking bike. (laughs) Yeah. I needed it anyway. Oh, yeah. I'd, like, 
get a bike i would buy like a surround sound system like, yeah <laughs> you, know, you know from best buy like not even look it up just buy it because i had enough money right right like so not even know if i'm getting that great of a deal or anything like that just like it's on the floor i had enough money i bought it uh because i briefly went to college too and they that's what they did for me they like Oh, and you're hit with credit cards. I fucking got it. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I, I was, I, I strayed away from, I wasn't involved in any of that. I mean, at yeah, the I time. I was. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. always get you, they going after these fucking Dude, college like, kids. Hey, you got $5,000. And I'm just like, you know, I'm 18 and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to college, graduate and make way more money than, <laughs> and then I'll be able to pay all this debt yeah. that I've accumulated. And it's well, like, sir, you don't look like you know anything about interest rates. Would I can't yeah, interest you in exactly. the fucking, the new discovery card exactly whatever. dude <laughs> oh man i got the last laugh though because i just didn't pay it <laughs> and uh, seven years later they just don't <laughs> hassle you anymore right. like they're like you win fine you're more stubborn yeah after seven years yeah you just gotta change your address change your <laughs> number a lot like there's ways there's ways yeah oh man yeah fuck, <laughs> fuck that like that's kind of a weird thing i mean they're trying to yeah, they're just getting at these college kids yeah. that a lot of them don't know really what they're right. getting into they, if, it's, if it's a bad situation. This is a technical school that got me. And I was just like, I was trying to move out. Like, that's what I was trying to do. And it was like, you sign these papers, you get a you know a little apartment, you get to go mm. to college. So I was like, all about that. And they sent like a little cute, uh, you know, representative to my house. And even my dad right, right. was like, yeah, send this hot babe over and get us to do things like sign papers. And, uh, yeah, I was like, I was going there and then I was like going to classes and like, we would look up a YouTube video and then we would play like call of duty land party for <laughs> the rest of the class. <laughs> and it was just like, oh man, how much am I paying per class to go here? <laughs> and like, we're just playing call of duty. I mean, that's fun. And at first I was liking it. Like I could do this at home though. <laughs> yeah. I could do. Yeah. And then you would like realize I realized like the degree I was going in for game art de design and it's like, you know, you're not even, you're not even guaranteed a job out there. You're competing with like, I kind of, I bet if I would have followed through with it, cause it was kind of, uh, video games are insane now. There's video games on all kinds of platforms and people right. are playing it all the time. Like, uh, anywhere from, you know, fallout to candy crush, like there's yeah, all kinds yeah. of different ones and that all plays into it. And like, I think if I would have stuck it out, then I definitely would have been more skilled at, you know, certain things. Because well, what year were you doing that? I was like 2007, 2008. Yeah, it, it would have been a good time. Yeah. I mean, any time but fine. As but as soon as I realized how much money I was losing, like really looked into it, I yeah. was like, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to owe anybody this money. I just stopped going. I didn't even tell nobody. I just quit going. <laughs> I did that to Scott Community College once too. I yeah. did like, I took a semester. I prepaid it though. I just like took one class and I just like prepaid it. And then I was like, man, I was like, the teacher was like barely older than me and like, kind of like reading from the book. And I'm just like, huh. fuck, like, yeah, <laughs> I watch the Ted talks and I feel more inspired, <laughs> you know, why am I paying this much? Yeah. It's a weird thing. I mean, for some it's good, you know, like, yeah, they go in that school route. Yeah. It's good for them or it, whatever. I don't think it was right for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it was not for me. I'm a fucking, I'm so stubborn though. My big thing is I'm not. I'm not taking gen ed classes. Like yeah. I'm not going to sit through English, math, fucking, I already did this for 12 years. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I know enough. I'm way too stubborn for that. I'm not going to do it. I would love to like, if I had the money and time go 
take classes of shit like I'm interested in learning. Like yeah. that'd be great, but yeah, fuck. I'm just, it's just it's I can't for, handle that shit. It's for a piece of paper. <laughs> right. And nowadays you got so many people with that piece of paper that still can't find work. It's great if you want something like more meaningful, doctor, engineer, yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or even Please if it's something that like. I'm not dissing education at all. Yeah, or even like, well, like you said, like, you said like game development. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, there's people that could do that on their own if they're really good. You know, like, oh, I taught myself how to code video games or some shit or whatever yeah but a lot of times yeah. like even something like that it's like well it might be good to go to school but it depends on the person yeah and i don't know yep. but it depends on the person and it works out for some people i have definitely a lot of like a few friends that went to college and it's paid off for them and right you know but every single one of them is owed money like yeah yeah that's oh, a fuck. thing you gotta that's get thing, over dude, i can't get it dude they're like a uh, lot of money well i'm gonna go to college and do i'm gonna make so much money it's like well no you're not <laughs> you, know yeah. you, you know how much money you're gonna be paying like, yeah, you're gonna be paying a lot of fuck money that. And, i mean or it's good to do a trade if you just need like a like yeah. if you're just trying to get a job if like, you're making money while you're going to school that's like that's like legit situation I mean, some people go to college because they just decide ah, i guess i'll do this mm -hmm. oh this is fine i'll do this it's like well fuck if you're just looking for a job like i would say just do a trade because cheaper and probably better money yeah depending what it is some yeah. trades can be shitty but i think it's like some are fucking cake it depends yeah but i don't know it all depends that's the yeah. thing it's all situational there is no one way there's no right 100 percent way like yeah yeah so That's I took life. my brief time with a few college classes just to see, like, is this really what I want to do? Like, I was like, do I, should I just get like a job, a steady job so I can pursue my extracurricular shit? Yeah. Like, I was like, meh, eh, no. Yeah. I have a steady job now, <laughs> yeah. basically. So fuck it. I mean, and, and no huge student loans. So mm -hmm. whatever. And like when the classes I took, it was like, I went in for like business and art. And yeah. coincidentally, that's basically what I'm doing now yeah. on my f own free time anyway. Yeah. So it's like, I'm already doing this. All right, great. <laughs> it's like, uh, so whatever. you could have that piece of paper to show to somebody so you could work for them or you can just like keep working for yourself like slowly and, you know, maybe pop off. Like maybe because like Dude. eventually you can't be denied. Like if your business is doing really good, like, you know, you can't be denied. You're like, oh, that business is doing good. Like mm -hmm. no matter how much you went to school for business, like. It doesn't matter, like, you know, if your business isn't successful, like, it doesn't matter. Right, right. So now there's no pressure, because I don't have a degree. <laughs> right. So I can do a shitty business, or I never went to school for it. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't I'm know just, what I'm doing. But oh, it was it success? Off, oh, like, man. Uh, Self-made fucking... Yeah, like, right? <laughs> yeah. I didn't need no school. I didn't need <laughs> right, right. Nothing. But yeah, just a fucking piece of paper, and then I think it's just like a fucking... All this shit, like get a, you got to get a degree, you got to have good credit, mm -hmm. you got to get a steady job, you got to yeah. where, where's the wife, where's the kids, where you got a mortgage yet? Yeah. You know, all it's just like some laundry list of like shit. I feel mm -hmm. like it's just some laundry list to like you're just supposed to what like impress older adults. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's yeah. like what all that's it exactly is. Or what something. It is. Like, like, well, because people like know to talk about three things. It's like the weather and your like married life, mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, so it's like or Gross. like if you have any kids or <laughs> you know what sports you play in college and there's a, I feel like there's maybe not everybody but there's definitely a collection of the population that stills adamantly set on that's the way it is and that's the way it's supposed to be definitely and yeah I'm 100% on if you want it that way yeah but if you don't like it can be any way you want it like mm -hmm. I mean it's a weird thing too because you're generally like kids going into college usually they're young you know like 18 or whatever if they're yeah. right out of school and it's just like 
It's yeah, you're rolling the dice yeah. kind of because it's like you're still young as fuck trying to figure out who the fuck am I, you know, like trying yeah. to figure out your own self. And it's like, yeah, I guess I'll go to school because my parents and teachers and everyone said so. Or it's like, I guess I won't go to school because I, I don't yeah. know. It's like, man, it's a weird fucking game. And it's it's preached at you since, you know, all the, you know, older generations, you know, just wanted to set up their whole life so their kids could go to college or they could pay for their kids to college. And mm-hmm. it's like, you're going to college. It makes <laughs> like a whole town gets behind one dude in a movie to go to college. You know, it's all about yeah. going to college. And then, so you're hyped up for it your whole life. And then you get out there and you're like, Oh, this is going to college. Like I thought it was going to like be some magical transformative place. And it's like, no, we're just a bunch of, we're the same kids. And now we're in a bigger classroom with the, you know, a teacher that, you know, has a little bit more freedoms pretty yeah. much. And yeah. Right. And I mean, if you learn something, you learn something. And I think by the, by the process of like repetition and like going to a class of, on a concentrated subject, you do learn something, but to charge so much money for it and to like, you know, basically harvest kids at like that age, <laughs> like with, you know, throwing credit cards at them and throwing these like easy options. You sign this piece of paper, you get, you know, you get all this, like yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Like, it's so sneaky. It's, it's like, real sneaky. It's like, I'm sure they would say it's like, well, you know, you young adults were just trying to get you ready into the real world. Oh, here's and your student is. credit card. It is kind of like, like well, good and luck th- having all these kids know what the fuck yeah. they're doing and be responsible and with that. You know, like it like, weeds you out. Like yeah. I'm weeded out. Like, <laughs> it does. It works. Like I am, I'm like, I feel like I am not, uh, the definition of the person that they really want, you know, involved and have access to all this. Yeah. Like, uh, so it worked. I like, you know, if I disagree with something, I don't, I just cut it off. Like, I don't like yeah. discuss it with a thousand, you know, representatives and like talk to the manager <laughs> and like tell my story a thousand times. I'm just like done. Like, Oh, I, you, I owe you money. Well, I don't feel like I was, you know, <laughs> reimbursed enough. Like, I don't feel like, it's paid off for me, so yeah. I'm not going to pay you anymore. <laughs> and obviously, I wouldn't do that to a person, but to, you know, big banks, to the fucking yeah, I mean, government. It, and well, they expect that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that in a heartbeat. Anybody that's like, makes too much money, like, fuck you, like, not about it. Yeah, I didn't get into credit cards till I was older, so I guess that's good for me. I mean, yeah. Now I oh, kinda, yeah. Now I can play the game because I kind of know a bit more. I mean, at least more yeah. than I would have, I guess. I would have just been hungrier a lot. That's pretty much what I spent all my credit cards on. Yeah. Yeah, food, some clothes. Yeah, just like pretty much stuff that I, you know, needed to get by. Like, right, right. It can definitely help. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I didn't have credit cards for so long, and then after I got them, it did save my ass a few times, you know? Like, oh, fuck, you know, I, yeah. I did need a little bit extra money or something. Yeah. So, like, whew, lucky, I guess. Pretty much, I would be working you know, two jobs and going to school full time. And it was like, still wouldn't have any, and any extra spending cash and good luck having extra time for all your, yeah, all your shit. You Homework know? was done when you were supposed to be sleeping and, Oh, you're in a band. Oh, you like to act. Oh, you're a comedian. Good luck See, with I that was, shit. I wasn't even fucking with any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I got out of college, started doing that. I mean, I was, but I was taking a break to go to college mm-hmm. and, uh, when I came back is when I really started like fucking with the community hard. 
But yeah, uh, when I, I was in school very briefly, yeah, like I was doing music and everything in high school, and then yeah, I kind of kind of stopped, I guess, at mm-hmm. least yeah, being out there publicly doing that kind of thing, and then yeah, after that, I was like, all right, well, yeah, this is still what I want to pursue, so I just got back into it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, fuck college, not for me. Yeah, for me somebody, neither. if you can afford it, if you can pay it straight up, or you like, you know, your path already. That's a big thing too. Is a lot of people, you know, a lot of people were smart about that, like. They knew exactly what they were going in for. Mm-hmm. I was always like, I don't know, fuck it, this, yeah. fuck, I don't know. Yeah, cool. I don't care. Like, and even things I like, like, oh, I'm an artist or something. Like, oh yeah, I could be a graphic designer. Uh, I don't really like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm into music. Oh, I could be an audio engineer. Ah, yeah. no, I don't really. Wanna... I really just am so selfish. <laughs> I just like doing shit for like my own projects. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I gotta well, do. Yeah. I gotta I mean, do this for someone else's dream. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, nah. it's a. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, otherwise it's, like you said, somebody else's product. Like, right, yeah, I'm not into that at all. Yeah. I'm so like, that like, might as well just be a fucking accountant. Or like, something. I'll collab. Right, yeah, I'll yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure yeah. If you want a little bit of my product. I'm not a hired hand for, yeah. like, crea- creatively. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, not necessarily, but. No. Nope. Yeah. Not that anybody, I don't even know if anybody would pay me <laughs> for what I do. Like, that's, I don't think my, what I do is, you know, payable at all, like. I was just like down to show up. <laughs> like, the more people you have, that's cool. But I'm down. To well, show again, up. yeah. Hopefully want. someone, hopefully someone pops off or something. Yep. Like, yeah, one of these production companies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now we need more actors. Hey, you're hired. Yep. <laughs> we need you back. Yeah, I'll do, like you give me enough money. I'll be like, yeah, I'll do whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Because if it's enough money, I'll turn everybody's life around in your whole life, and you're taking it from the people who have it <laughs> like <laughs> that's like <laughs> the people that have the most money are not there because they worked really really hard for it yeah usually I mean, yeah. some of them you know i don't know usually it's because they like figured out something or like family money or mm-hmm. you know started an app or something right but just hopefully yeah i just feel like i would spend the money better than those rich motherfuckers right <laughs> i would just like it more I would like it more because I would be like, man, I've never had this. <laughs> I'm going to treat it so nice. I'm going to like, I would like, I think just, you know, artists buying up the Quad Cities in a sense, like buying venues, buying bars, and it's already happened. And there's a lot of people that, you know, have been fucking with the scene for a long time and, you know, they're getting their own businesses now. They're uh-huh. old enough. And yeah. And I, yeah, I think that's really awesome. And I think that's like, you know, to the turnaround from where we're at, like yeah. kind of, I mean, Life's not the worst ever, but definitely there's some shitty things going on right now, and it's definitely yeah. playing on people's emotions. And so, just get compassionate artists that own things, right? That have the power and have the money, and you know, people that care about people. I hope I'm on that path. <laughs> like, yeah, trying. <laughs> we'll yeah, see. It's hard. Like, yeah, I, I'm not probably not, dude. I'm not even, dude. I'll say some shit, and then I'll just be like, man, I just ate, you know, McDonald's. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Damn, I just ate fast food. I just paid a dollar for a burger, you know, Mm -hmm. by this huge company that, you know, has to be dealing with some safe, shady (laughs) shit. Like, you know, or buy from Walmart where, you know, they're getting this shit made for pennies in China. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's why there's like, nobody's better than anybody around here because it's, you know, we have a very fragile existence that's on the backs of a lot of people that really have to work and really have to stress and really have to you know 
not necessarily have like basic human rights and freedoms and we're like literally our comforts come from that and we, that's like a way to check yourself like that's why you can never give people I don't think you can ever tell people how to be or how to live right because it's like man we're all fucking up like, it's like why are you doing that anyway why exist, are you saying yeah. like we, telling people shit like that yeah. yeah we literally exist on the kindness of others and the effort and the you know just America in general like fucking love you know mm-hmm. so yeah it really comes down to us what everyone needs you know connection mm-hmm. community and all that yep fuck yeah you know it'd be crazy like there's always people doing DIY stuff films music art what if someone what if we start our own game show <laughs> yeah dude that's what I'm, uh, random ideas yeah, yeah that's just, just networks like TV stations and shit oh here's yeah. idea for a game show who yeah. the fuck comes up with game shows someone who works I mean, works for a network I guess it's like I used to do it with the improv troupe we used to do like sort of like game shows there's that one game really? where like they asked you a question and you wrote the answer on the clipboard and if you matched it with it wasn't a made up game it was in some game from like the 70s or some shit and if you matched it with the audience volunteer then they got a point or something mm. uh, but yeah dude I think anybody who has like a idea and like you know it's not they don't see it around here I think they should pursue it 100% because that's all it takes like People want to, like, you don't have to meet the right person. You just got to, like, I'm going to do this thing at this place, and then it kind of, like, will just come together from there. Mm-hmm. So I highly encourage game shows. I'll be involved in it. We're doing, at the Supper Club, I'm going to try to do some commentary during a live D&D game. Okay. So there's going to be, like, five people playing D&D. There's going to be a Dungeon Master, and we're going to try to, like, condense it into an hour. And, uh, yeah, I'll be doing commentary, but we're trying that at Supper Club on November 8th. Are you guys going to film it? No, I don't really. That just complicates. If somebody wants to film it, yeah, f- feel free. But sure. I'm not gonna worry about it. Right. Yeah. Man, if you did something like weird, like a DIY game show or something, it's like. I mean, you would definitely, yeah, just put it online. I guess you know, it's like television's like dying. You you think, <laughs> you know, in a sense, it's like, oh, I'm gonna try and get it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Everyone yeah. just has their own outlet. I'll just put it on YouTube or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a weird, yeah, weird time. Like, like how would you, yeah, how would you entice people to want to come play? Like, I think just playing a game, people get into that. Right. Yeah. I think it's just like, oh, it's a game? Cool. People are All right. down for it. But yeah, it would be cool. I've been doing, uh, every second Wednesday, I've been doing open mics, and I make it a friendly competition where people can vote for their favorite com- comedy act at the end. And I just split the, I just give the door to the top three performers. So, you know, people are making like max 30 bucks, 35 bucks, but it's still more than they would be making. Dude, they didn't do it. You know, I'd be happy to walk away with that. Yeah, (laughs) whatever. And it's just, yeah. So I think stuff like adding the element of competition, like making it friendly, but adding it so it like, you know, pushes people a little more, makes people, it like the people who win really feel good about themselves. Like, and that's cool too. Yeah, like, yeah, and trying to push other people to come out and yeah. try it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah. And then more people that show up will be like, "I want to try it." And that's what it's about. It's about keeping new people interested, never shutting out new new artists. And that's how you grow the scene. <laughs> yeah. Any other shit you involved in? Like, I'm not. Even, I'm pretty. I feel like I talked about it all. Hell yeah. 
it's a lot of stuff. I mean, I feel I try and do lots of different things too. I feel like if I focused on one thing, I would just go crazy. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Or? Yeah. I yeah I can't. I, would, I don't know. Not like I would get tired of it, but I'm just like, like uh, I don't know what the word is. Like, not impatient, but like, uh, too much time on this. I got to bounce to this now. To yeah. Uh, yeah. Just. And it's even yeah. it out or something. Like yeah, keep it fresh, ch- mm-hmm. changing ideas. I guess I don't know. Definitely. I like I feel like if I focus too much on one thing, like if I were to do like I have trouble doing the same stand up bit over and over again. I'm getting better at it. And I'll there are jokes that I've used for years now. And uh but definitely didn't start out like that. Like definitely don't have any jokes from when I first started. Like I couldn't even think of think <laughs> of them. But uh yeah, it keeps you from kind of like getting bored with yourself cuz like it's about entertaining yourself too it's about like what you think is entertaining and funny and yeah what you can bring to whatever you know outlet you're doing and that's like the only thing you can actually like truly own is whoever you are and what your personality brings and you you can try to be the best at you know a certain skill that's already out there or you can just like be the best at being yourselves and hopefully that's marketable <laughs> right, to people. right like yeah. you know hopefully people get into it and it's not even it's just like being excited about other people's stuff and you know wanting to do it and not being afraid of doing it not like i always tell people like no thing with starting with comedy is like just try not to feel dumb when you think ideas like anything writing music like try not to feel dumb like write write it down and then don't feel dumb afterwards yeah and that's so hard not to do like it's hard to it's hard for me to watch things i do and not like not like it Mm -hmm. and uh yeah you just can't be afraid of that or even like older material and shit too oh yeah i yeah. like oh i'm sure like oh man i've done it for so long i'm sure i've got like the most cringeworthy of stuff out there like i bombed for sure like that sucks but oh my god yeah i bombed dude and that's like mandatory though you know that's yeah like i mean you comedy. do it enough it's like it has to happen you do like, it enough you're young you don't and growth comes from that sure. yeah oh yeah <laughs> you oh, know yeah. Read you don't want to. You don't want to like do that all the time. <coughs> like, oh fuck. Yeah, if you're doing it all the time, then it's like, come on. <laughs> like, if you're not, if you're going to a bunch of crowds and making none of them like you. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Looking back on like old music I've done, it's like mm-hmm. not the best. But that's good. But I, I mean, I wouldn't change it at all. Yeah. I'm proud of what I mean. I don't want to say like ooh, but. I'm happy with what I did in the past, you know, old shit. Even though now I'd look back and be like, eh, it's not great. It's kind of, maybe it's good, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's good though. It's <laughs> but cause it's I'll, fun to look back. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad where it's like now I, you know, feel better about shit I'd be making nowadays. I guess. Yeah. So, definitely. Eh. Well, that means you're. I guess that's good. At least you're getting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least I, mean, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I I don't know. And then like I've done, I've tried out comedy a little bit, like yeah. just for fun, and like uh, I'd like to do that more. But yeah, that's like. I guess that's currently like on the back burner, you know. Yeah. I've done it like maybe. You done stand up? Yeah, stuff a, a little bit. Cool. Just a tiny bit, like. I mean, I've done it maybe like four times, mm-hmm. just a few times, and each time I've gone, yeah, I've tried like new shit each time, you know, just trying to throw shit at the wall and see if anything sticks, yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. There was one time I re I told like a joke that I had done previously. I did it again, but yeah, I don't know, just trying out new shit, mm-hmm. but fucking time well it's there's so many things out there that people consider funny and it's like there's plenty of comedians that you know are like you know you never you see them they're never the same set twice like Mm -hmm. 
and and that's why I don't want to just it's all, it, I want to try to like yeah I'm just putting it, some shit out there see what might be good and then yeah maybe start to build yeah, a five build minute set or something use. yeah and if you're traveling then yeah for sure you oh definitely yeah of course yo I but, can take a piss I've had to take a piss for a we while we can wrap this up if you want yeah I don't care like I don't, I'm down to piss and come back or fucking wrap it up I'm done how long have we been what the fuck time is it? it's probably been a while dude it's already been chatting it's it's midnight no I'm just yeah, for real <laughs> yeah yeah it's been a while fuck we can wrap this up I'm down I'm gonna need some food soon yep I eat way too fucking much yep I got a piece so bad dude yeah, I've been dude. holding it in for a minute alright Wayne Leiter motherfuckers yep. thanks for being here man hey thank you yeah. for having me this is fun yeah it was dope as fuck MOB hell yeah yep. MOB next Quad podcast Cities. I'm on, I'll be able to drop your guys' name oh yeah thanks man hell yeah we'll have to do this again sometime or whatever yep hell yeah dude cool all right peace out bye i forgot i was like filming most of the time hopefully it's still on i probably checked my beer like a hundred times